Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. I'm not going to allow for any of the gold to be captured before we start recording. So, Cage, I, I hit the recording right off, right off the bat because Cage has been Cage has had a fun Saturday, guys. And, and let us welcome you into October, uh, which is maybe one of the best sports months of the year. You I'm got slurping a lot of soda. Awesome stuff. <laughs> slurping a soda. Cage was doing yoga today, or he thinks he's doing yoga by smoking a cigar. I'm still not sure. Like, and and work here. and work. That's my yoga. So yeah, you do yoga to like it's like you have time to yourself, right? It's self reflection. You call it right. I call it self health. Well, I call, know, I call yoga more. yoga. I call yoga yoga. Well, I mean, like, what do you do yoga for? Not because you actually enjoy posing like a downward dog or a salutation to the sun. Um, if you told me you enjoyed it because down there in Mexico the yoga pants are being worn by the senoritas and you and you are the only dude in the class, then I would get it. That's a reason to do yoga. I do yoga when I'm feeling a little gassy because the yoga gets out all the gas. Uh, you know, I relax and just it's just like the whole yoga session. So, but you do it because why? Because it's 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 reflection. You're, you're in your own brain, exactly. So so it's not the posing of it. People do people do their own type of yoga. You know, people do different things to get in their own brain. For me, I spent the last four hours alone, um, basically emptying my garage. And rearranging it and taking all the patio furniture in from the yard around the pool. And it's got to go in the garage in a certain way because I got a lot of patio furniture. It's like doing a puzzle. But I put the headphones on. I listen to music. Depending upon the mood I'm in, I started off with a little Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Right? And I end, I move, I float into a little M&M. So you could see like the anger level kind of decreasing a bit. Then it was a little Kanye, Right. I finished off a little like Imagine Dragons and that guy. So you could see kind of like here's the, the key. What yeah, Kanye? Please. What year Kanye? So um, I had a lot of um, Dude, so older. I'm name. trying to remember. So mid mid range. So like Good Morning. Mid range. That's old. That's old Kanye. So I, old enough where he's singing about not getting collagen in your lips, and yet he married basically the queen of collagen. You know, so it's fun stuff. It's uh, old enough where your lyrics come back and bite you in the ass. You know, the web, the web we the web we weave. This sort of started with sort of. yoga, ended on Kim Kardashian's lips. Well, I mean, if that's the part of her you want to talk about, that's fine. I'm sure the audience would like to hear about other parts, but it is what it is. You understand where I'm going with this? It's I was. It's self reflection. It's time to kind of you know be yoga, alone. Yoga, rage against the machine, with your M&M, own thoughts. Well, Kanye. I started off. My brain was in a rage rage against the machine type of place, you know, and then it ended, it, it, you could see like the anger, you know, the anti-establishment was, it was turned down. It went for Eminem, which is also, you know, anti-establishment, but in a different level. And the Kanye as well, college dropout. Here's the you kicker. Know? You're not a big music listener. Um, so that's actually the, the, what I'm hearing. I'm not sure you've listened to music maybe more than five days since I've met you. Well, I do. It's just, you know, there are not, there's not a lot of time. Your music can... is talking on the phone with uh, 
sort of with different people in the yeah. sports car space. No. That's your music. Well, listen. So, so my nine to five means that I can't, you know, be in my own headspace. Right, the headphones are on, but it's to do work. It's to be on the phone. Um, you know, I have two children. I have a wife. So the non-work time, it's you know, daddy, this take me Ari here. Gold of you're you're Ari Gold of the East Coast. And you are Lloyd. We we've established this already, but no, but there's not a lot of time. What is that? Can... What 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 Lloyd! is that painting? To Lloyd! our nation. Listen, be, Lloyd was the glue that I held answer that the phones whole... and I pass them on to Cage. No, Lloyd was the the glue that held that whole thing together. With no Lloyd, there was no office and there was no show. Lloyd was the best character by far, by far. I know you want to be E. I don't know you want to be E. I'm not sure if I want to be E. I'm not sure if I want to be E. You have different roles in the different groups. If I'm Ari, who do you want to be? You want to be Ari's wife? Like in the Ari world, who do you want to be? In that office, who do you want to be? You know, do you want to, I mean, come on. Do you want to be, what was, what do was I, the Do name? I have to pick from only that set yeah, of characters? Yes, yes. Because it doesn't make sense to, you know, to be, okay, you want to be Johnny Drama. I could be Mark Wahlberg who plays golf with Ari. Yeah, you could be, and he's the executive producer of the show, and it's looks the best in his life. So if you like that, you could be Mark Wahlberg. But if we're picking anybody, picking anybody in the show, I mean, I wouldn't be Ari. Well, I probably would be. Eh, what am I talking about? He, Ari was You're always guy. on the phones. So That's let's true. get into the show. Five minutes in, banter, little brain dump. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that could be a show, guys. Every morning, like, uh, <laughs> not every morning, but many mornings out of the year, like 11, 12, 11 a.m. noon, Cage calls me and just like a brain dump of like, this is what I'm seeing in cards. This is what I'm seeing in the world. This is the pumping and dumping I'm seeing. This is who's doing it right. I like this content. So pretty much. And about, about halfway through, we're always like, ah, we should have made that our episode. <laughs> so this is what we're going to talk about today. Guys, this is going to be one of those episodes where it's 90% baseball. We're doing this because we're, what, three, four games away from the playoffs. There's some opportunities. There's some guys that are oversold. Uh, and we're going to talk mostly baseball. But before that, there's an awesome post. And... It's kind of interesting to see how this is working. So Slap Cards made this post. NBA Silvers of Luca, Zion, Tatum, Ja, and Trey are moving. Luca's moved quite a bit, like 30%. Tatum, 10%. Uh, Trey, 15%. But they're all moving up. Now, for me, what, I, what I'm curious about is, do you see base cards move next? I think that's a big test, right? Because we saw this base craze in 2020. We saw a, uh, a kind of a dump from maybe March to July. And now you're seeing NBA cards perk back up, especially the silver prisms. Do the base cards follow? I think it's going to be a fascinating experiment to see if they do. So it's a yes and a no. There'll be a slight uptick in the base cards of those guys, right? So here's where it gets fun, right? The pop on those is not going to get crazy. Because if you had a Luca Silver, you most likely graded it before any of the craziness with PSA. There's not a lot of people waiting for a Luca Silver coming back from PSA. And even if you didn't, the $150 price tag is not going to be stopping you from grading that. Same with whether it's a Trey Silver, you know, Jaw Silver, Zion Silver, Tatum Silver, you know. It's not one of those things where those are the cards that are waiting stuck in bulks that were there in December. You know what I mean? November, where people are waiting right now to get their bulks back from the last couple of years. For sure. So... When so, Zion Prism came out, base was the ones you would sell on eBay, silver you'd send in right away. It wasn't even a question. Yeah, and even those, I mean, like, yeah, the pop is going to keep going up, but not not that much. You know, people got a Zion and they sent it in for grading. You know, like, there's not a, you know, on base be, or silver. I would say on both. And here, here's here's the difference, though. Let's 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 give our guys some value. We in the hobby have to do better 
you know, the consumers of the hobby have to do better in remembering, having a good memory, because if you forget the past, you're doomed to forget it, right? Forget the past, you're doomed well, to forget last, it, right? I mean, week, that doesn't make sense, right? No, well, last week, guys, repeat it, is what I mean. And last That's week, guys, you know, they say elephants never forget. Yeah. Right, well, Cage, for the, for, for the entertainment of our whatnot community, not only did he go 14 and two for the week, <laughs> he made the 12 and four, I apologize, <laughs> sorry. He made this, an elephant disturbing sounds. but amazing disturbing. elephant noise. It's the best elephant ever, and I'm not doing it. If you want to hear these stat <laughs> content, you have to be on Whatnot. And we'll be on Whatnot tomorrow morning again at 10 o'clock, giving out plays. I haven't even looked yet. I, it might be tonight. the best show on Whatnot right now. Like everyone else yeah, is it, selling. It might. Get the word might out of, your, out of your mouth. It's the best show. It's the best show by far. Everything we do is the best, dude, because you are doing it. And I got Chunk with me. Dude, I'm fucking Lloyd. I answer at, you. The phone's for you. How can Dude, did, would Ari be caught dead wearing a chunk Goonie shirt? But I don't. You're, the East, you're the East Coast Ari. This is my this is my life. This Goonies is my life. And if anybody doesn't understand the Truffle Shuffle, the Goonies life, yeah, we got another thing coming. All right, it's that. It's Stand by Me. I've done My Blue Heaven a couple episodes in a row now, and that was like a childhood movie. Stan, Sandlot. I got the most hideous Sandlot shirt my friend bought me. I should show it to you. You want to see it? It's hideous. No. So point being, right? What not? I show? don't. What not show? You gotta do, I'm not doing the elephant noise. If that's where you were going, you want me to do the elephant noise again, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No, but you were saying the, the hobby needs I'm to do be, that better now. Yeah, and then it. you cut me off. I'm not going to make that point either. If you want to hear that point, you got to tune in. What not tomorrow at 10 a.m.? No, I'm just kidding. I'll give you that point. What we have to do better at, at, at if, if, you, if you forget the past, history repeats itself. You're doomed to repeat it, right? So it's one of those things, right, where have we all forgotten what happened with the Trey Silvers last year? Has everybody really forgotten what happened in the month before? I think we have, right? I mean, you were buying, but this is the cycles of things, right? If you wanted to, you could buy as many Trey Silvers for $1,500 to $2,000 a couple of months before the season started. I know because I did, right? And then all of a sudden before the season starts, the Hawks were like this, and Trey were like the, the, the teams that people, oh, let's buy Trey. He's going to have a great year. The Hawks are going to have a great year. Trey's going to really light it up. And the next thing you know, they're 2,500. Then they're 3,100. Then you get someone for 3,700. All in the weeks leading up to the season. And then what happened? Trey went out there and had a season for the ages for him, right? He did everything you could ever ask him to do. And more. Won the playoffs, you know, became a heel in Madison Square Garden. He was doing commercials for some Croods movie. I don't know what the heck it was. But he, he you know, he really, he really became a name. He stepped his game up, and I mean, he still can't play defense, but you don't need that, obviously, Michael Porter Jr. So, but but the the point here is, even with that season, even with all the great stuff he did, his cards never got back to the value that they were before the season started. So you're seeing the run up now. Remember what happened. Remember, I'm not sure what it's happened. run up yet. I'm it is sure running, it's up. Run up running up. They're running up. They're well, so that's no, the thing. I'm not sure but, it's run up yet. But October 18th, right? October 18th is when the season starts. So they're starting to run, and they will run from now until the season starts. And that's just the way that it works. People will buy those cards now. This is where everyone is looking. So look, I mean, that's. I mean, look at the bottom. Look at the bottom here. All right? So you get the bottom, and it's slowly creeping, slowly creeping. You're going to see a little swoop now. You're going to see at the end here, you can see a little swoop, right? So what are they at right now? What's a trace of rat? 1625. Okay, so it, that, it'll probably go to 2,000, 2,200 by season. Which, which, by the way, if it goes to two, forget about 2,200. If it goes to 2,000, we're doing quick math here. That's 20% right now in the next two weeks. That's huge. 
you know, I can't pick a stop that's going to go 20% in the next two weeks. I'm sure there are some, but I can't pick it. But I'm telling you, the tray is going to. The you tray better be better at picking stocks for our NFT fund because 20% minimum, or we're going to fire you as the board of directors. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. So, so guys, October, yeah, be careful, it's guys. Fall. The point is, don't chase. At 1600, you're okay. If you buy one now for 1500, great. But remember, at the beginning of the season, that thing's going to be 2,000, ABC 2,200, as Andrew's saying. I would get the hell out of that thing. I would, I would sell it. Because what's the upside there? You saw last year, no matter how good he played, the upside was gone. It was already built into, into the potential, not in the actual kinetic, not in the energy of actually, you know. Go ahead. Sorry, man. You guys most of the time could rebuy in. There's like that mid-season lull, too, that like kind of gives you an opportunity to rebuy in. Actually, my play today is somebody that – if you looked at his numbers and what he's going to do in the postseason, you're not going to believe his price. Like it, it's kind of astonishing how much that this guy. I, I think he's the best hitter on his team. You, you'll tell me if it's true, but like when you see the value of his card in a PSA 10, you're, you're honestly going to be shocked. So stay till so the end. Before that, you ready? You, I want you to get into baseball. You asked a question, and I didn't get to answer it. I already forgot it. But the question was, will it happen to base? And I think the answer is yes. I think you're going to see in the next two weeks a run up on base because that tray, what's the tray base now? You want to pull up that tray base? Our friends at Card Ladder, who we still use, guys. We still think it's a great product, even though you guys collect cards and, and still provide prices for them, which is an inherent conflict of interest in and of itself. But I love the Card Ladder pricing. I mean, I think it's great um, that it's out there. And it's got a good, you know, look, 250 bucks. It's like 240 I don't understand the connection there. Of course, they're going to collect cards. And of course, well, they're going to provide pricing. You can't can't collect cards and put pricing on them. That's that's what I was talking about with Beckett the other day. That's why Beckett yeah. didn't let his, his people collect his cards. Thank why God our stuff them? Thank God our stuff is unscripted, guys. Just so let's, you know. Let's, well, why don't we talk about that? About what? If you're, one, if you're the one providing a value on cards, should you also have those cards? Yeah, dude, I, I'm, a, I'm in the boat of like... Yeah, exactly. 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 Can I formulate? I now think before I speak. You're allowed to. It's it's the evolution of Andrew. It's not just like roll off the tongue, say some stupid shit, get canceled, canceled, canceled. Um, (laughs) Get canceled. (laughs) There's inherent conflict of interest in just about everything when it comes to investing. There is a lot of conflict of interest. There's a lot of nuance and gray area. I think we see that because if there was a gray area in nuance, there wouldn't be bickering and fighting all the time on these social platforms. It comes from nuance. Both sides are probably right. I say the responsibility always falls on the investor. I really believe that. Like you should be able to wear, weigh these variables before going into an investment. So there's a reason why there are safe harbor statements made and there are a reason why um... – He's going people, all legal. He's people going are legal. supposed to say things like, we are long in this. We are short in this. There's a reason why when we talk about our fractional report tomorrow, we say, I don't own any of these things. There's a reason why when someone is giving valuations or advice about something, at the end of an article, whether you Valuations or advice or, are two different things. Ah, but if you're the one coming up with the value and you're the one who has input in the value, you're the one who's the ultimate arbiter of what the valuation is. You know, if, if, you, if it's just going to be, hey, here's the average price, fine. But if there's another little little sprinkling of magic that goes on top of it, like, hey, that one's an outlier, and you get to decide whether you throw those outliers out and it impacts the pricing and that there's some personal input in that, 
then you have a responsibility of letting people know whether you own those cards, whether you're long on it, whether you're short on it, whether you have a position in that card. I think if I, I listen, card ladder is not mine, but if it was, I think every card that they own, there should be a little notation on the bottom of the card value that says the card ladder, the, the people who own card ladder actually own this card. What's so, what's so tough about that? Nothing, right? Has that been presented to them? I, 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 don't, I know. don't know. It just has. It just has right now. I, it just has right now in the 15th minute of this episode. Is that difficult? That way, you're right. People, it's on the investor. It's on the consumer. But how's the consumer supposed to know what's in their vault? That's why people who give advice on stocks have to say, I own it. So you're right. It's on the investor. But when the investor in the stock market has to make that decision, they know whether the person whose article they're reading owns that stock. And if they don't, if that person doesn't say it, guess what? They're violating some stuff, right? So if you really are, the investor should know it's on the investor, then the investor needs to have that information. I, I can't argue with that. I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for like opening statements. You wonder why you can't argue with it? Because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we move on to the next stuff. I, so yeah. I, I think base cards are, are actually... They are going to have a little bit of run-up now in the next couple of weeks because people won't be able to pay $2,000 for a tray. And as that tray silver moves, people are going to look at it and say, wow, that base is 10%. I mean, that base is one-eighth. That base is 250 bucks. I'm going to be all about that base again. I'm going to buy that tray base because it's 250 I think it's going to go to 300 not 7 where it was. I do. I think you're going to see a run-up in those base cards. And that tray card, by the way, that's my play. As you see no, the card run up, it is 100% my, my play because you can still get those. Going back to the well with Trey. I looked because I looked today leading up to this. You can still get those cards in Facebook groups and in Instagram groups. 200 bucks, $200. You want to you know, buy, buy 10 of those for $200 instead of buying the, the base card now for, for two, uh, buying the silver for $2,000. And you know what that gives you? It's like, it's like you're buying a fractional of the silver because now you've got 10 $200 cards and a one $2,000 card. And if, and if he, he comes out and lights the world on fire and you still think there's upward movement on it, maybe you sell half of them. Maybe you sell half of them at $250, right? So now you sold five at $250. You got $1,250, and you're into the last five at $750. You're in, your bases on them is $150. If they go up, great. If they go down a little, fine. It's the same as you're able to basically have a little more flexibility when you have that investment broken up that way. You can dollar cost average it during the season. You can hang on to it because if he goes to the playoffs and, and does really well, maybe you get $300. Maybe you get a little more for the cards. So – that's 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 my take on it. Maybe you get three fifty. Who the heck knows? Um, I think that's a play. I really do. I think Trey is is as much as you can be in the base card world with those kind of pops. I think he's still underrated. I don't know if Trey is going to be an all time great. I don't think it's a card that I would be holding in my collection, hoping that he turns into LeBron. But for right now, two hundred bucks. Come on now. You know, I mean, that's an easy way to get in. It's an easy way to play the season, and people are going to be looking for it in the coming weeks. Grab them now, two hundred bucks, two ten, two twenty, something like that, and and you know you got ten of them. Now you can talk baseball, or you can tell me what you think. You think it's stupid? <laughs> well, it's it's a one star play. My my mine's a three star play. While Ooh. Ari's you know finding ways for Card Ladder to fix their business, I'm researching and finding plays no, that listen, really will deliver. Let me value. let me let me uh, clarify. I love the Card Ladder I, model. I really do. I think it's great. I think it's a great model. I think it's I think it's look at the tool it is. I say to you, I say, hey, what's Trace regular one worth? And boom, you pull it up. It's on YouTube. It's right. It's right there. It's on. It's on the, our screen. It's on our YouTube channel. It's on our video. And you're able to put soda it and cigars. Yeah, dude. No, Mixed. Yeah, so, but, I mean, I don't know, card porn, you're listening. What do you think? You think 
folks like Carb Ladder and I mean, what are some of the other ones? Slab Stocks. I'm not an equal opportunity on this. There are other ones that do like Carb Porn. What do you guys think? Do you think do you think maybe uh, you think maybe there's an inherent conflict in in having cards that you're also giving a price to the community on? Just a topic. Just a topic to throw out there. You know. I mean, there's some people... so many there's so many comp providers at this point. Like you could you could you could use a few of them and kind of create it your own aggregate. I mean, like when, I, I when check they're... I check comps on a few different places. I don't trust one source. Where do you check? One thirty point. Thirty point, stock. which is basically a waste now. eBay's going to have to fix their stuff, and eBay doesn't own their own cards, so eBay will probably be an a, an impartial arbiter when they come out with their own valuations, right? There isn't an eBay vault with a collection of cards in it where they're going to slant towards LeBron, hypothetically. Right. So that's a, that is a different model. That is that is a third party model without any interest in the game. You know what? I'll go this way with it, guys. Please, What's go. cool about what we do is most I piss Andrew off. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. This is all learning, man. We're all trying to figure out how to grow and build the market. If any of us had like all the answers, they would have probably been millionaires and billionaires right now. So we're all trying to figure it out. Uh, and I think we're collectively doing it. But what's cool and some of the best conversations we have are the ones that are offline with partners, business owners, startups, guys getting hired by startups to be consultants. It's these business conversations of what do you think you should do here and here and here. And I'll tell you, man, we've been doing this for over a year now. The things that Cage recommends for free that take hours of our day, maybe two, three hours sometimes these calls go, to advise CEOs, startup people, young entrepreneurs, Consultants, people have been in the hobby for four or five decades. It really does come from a good place and it comes from a place of experience and it works. That's the kicker. So I haven't thought about the card ladder thing. As you guys can tell by my surprise, I don't give an AF about it. Like, and don't, do don't just limit it to card ladder. There are other companies, Slam Stocks, I love those guys, but those, I'll, I'm an equal opportunity questioner. Slam Stocks, I'll throw them in there too. And, and there's another one. I forget the name of it. There's another one that there's like a third one that, I mean, I don't. No, but you're. I'm sorry, whoever you are. Card karma, credit credit karma, card karma. So the Carfax, you're getting the Carfax, you're getting the Cardfax. Nice. So anyway, good idea. Business. I've been Let's so go. excited. I've been holding my play in, and I'm. Just, I just blurted out. I'm not even going to role play. Go. I'm just going to blurt it out. No, Randy no, Arozarena, PSA ten, twenty dollars. Randy Arozarena, which PSA ten? Because the problem with Randy, Randy Bobandy, is that there's like five thousand of his cards. What are you going with the Ben Baller Chrome? You're going with just the tops update? You're going with the tops? What, what are we 2020 doing? tops. Look at this. Which, right which jersey? Cardinals or Tampa? This one. 20 bucks. Cardinals. 10. Like it. Dude, yes. He, there's a million of his cards. We could talk about that. If you think there's a better way to play it, fine. No, here's a PSA. That's a good card. He has a PSA 10 for $20 of the best player on the team that might make the World Series. I mean, call me crazy, but I think there's some value in looking at this guy. Maybe there's a better card, but you tell me. You, no, I like go. that card. I like that card. I, I think that's, that is – if you tell me, how, hey, give me the Randy Arena entry point. What is the PSA 10? What is the card to, to grab for an entry-level investment on him? That's it. So I think you got the right one. All right, let's talk a little baseball. Give me some predictions. About, guys, if you want to go, there's Chrome ones, there's Update ones, there's a whole deal. But that, I like that. For 20 bucks, he goes out there and does anything like what he did last year, a Carl Double. Great play. 
that that's where I'm at with it. I think the price point and the player is 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 why it's a play. Like if it was 80, 90 bucks, Cardinals jersey, all that stuff, yeah. Um, but dude, don't don't forget last year what he had eight home runs in October, ten home runs in October. Yeah, forty home runs in the playoffs, hundred percent, man. Guys, forty just, home runs just in keeps the playoffs. Home runs. How many home runs does Otani have? That's what I. Where did you just about. go? What were you just thinking about? Tell me right now. Oh, I want what candy you- pumpkins. That was the that was in my brain. It, I want candy pumpkins. It's Halloween it's, time. I want some candy pumpkins. Dude, it it was pretty. It was it wasn't cold, but it was chilly here in Tulum. Like it it felt like fall today. It was raining. I ordered Indian food, and it's incredible. I like that's one of the things I do every single year, no matter where I'm at. It, it when I was in London, it was better, but I ordered Indian food. Like it's it, it's like my fall staple. I I know that's weird. Maybe USA people get pumpkins. I'm an I Indian went, food guy. I went out for Indian food once. You ever go out for Indian food? You know what I gotta say about that? Bring a sandwich. Bring a sandwich. Bring a sandwich. I don't know. You eat it, and you need a sandwich afterwards. And something going on. And then, you know, the whole time I'm eating at the Indian restaurant, I hear this. I hear. I hear. Ah, 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 and I thought it was music. I thought, you know, it was like Indian music in the background. And I went to the men's room. I realized it wasn't. It was this guy. He was going. Ah, ah. <laughs> Indian food was. It was on fire on its way out, and he was just kind of yelling and screaming. I thought it was music in the background, but. It was, ah, Let's give some credit. That is a comedy routine by the, the great John Panette, everyone. That was not a cage original there. I just did an entire bit from John Panette. So there you go. Oh, man. I love our weekend episodes. They're, this is kind of a preview of what our like Sunday morning live stream is, but it's a little bit more dedicated to football. But guys... <laughs> Dude, we're going to break 100 live stream this week. So you guys better join in. We better see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. Uh, Will Cage pick the Raiders. I have I have gone against the Raiders in two weeks and was wrong. I went with the Raiders and was wrong. Me and my team, man. That, I'm a Raider fan, and I haven't picked the Raiders right in three weeks. That's going to be an ongoing fun part of our whatnot episodes at 10 a.m. Wake up with us. Get some plays. I sell cards too cheap. Don't care. They just—it's not really. We're not doing it for the money. It's just you know, I find stuff and here you go. And maybe I'll pull some other sports because you know I don't really collect too much football. So maybe I'll pull some. Maybe put some basketball slabs in there. Maybe put some baseball slabs. Why the heck not? You, you guys that that have joined us two weeks in a row, and it's more than just plays. So like, uh, I got to give a shout out to Will MBT. He prepares like this daily fantasy breakdown of like, hey, take a look at these guys. He might be underpriced. I mean, it, it's really become a community thing, but let us know, you know, baseball and specifically basketball. Like I have Tatum slabs here, Tyler Hero, uh, LeBron. I have some slabs that, you know, it's not, it's a football show. Do we sell basketball? I'm curious what our community will say. Cause I know they're not there for the slabs, but let us know. We'll talk about baseball on Monday. All right. Well, I don't think yeah. we'll be missing anything. Playoffs no, it's probably better because we don't know what's going to happen. That American League playoffs, I mean, it'd be tough to talk about it now because it's like the, the Yankees are one game up and you get the Red Sox, you got Toronto, you got Seattle. Like, who knows who's even going to be playing? You can have a four way tie for the wild card. It can be some craziness. So, yeah, it's probably better off to wait. I said Seattle. I said Toronto. I said Boston. I, said, I mean, come on. We, we have some good stuff. I know Otani. We got a, somebody got to clip a video on that because that is a call among among all calls. Otani not hitting. It's already been clipped. Well, clip it. He doesn't put even it out look there. at her Instagram page. Let's go. He doesn't even look at it. Put it out there anyway, and somebody should send it to me so I could watch it over and over again and 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 just like this. So one of our best performing Excited. posts. I, yeah. I did. Um, I posted this yesterday. 
you know, what did people think about the Christie's auction V friends, one of one drawings? You know, I give you three minutes. You have your closing statement. You know, what do you got to say? What do you make of these? I don't know. You give me three minutes. I'll need like three seconds. I have not formulated an opinion on it yet. Other than to say, it's great to have eyeballs out there on cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> you want me to go? I'll go because this guy, I'll, I'll throw my life. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't spend that kind of money on it myself. Can I say that? Yeah. I wouldn't spend that kind of money on it myself. So here's where I went with it. So, and this is, this is adult life. I think like dichotomy, like two things can be true. So part of me respects the businessman of Gary V who can kind of create a market for something that wasn't there before and sell it. Let's call it what it is. Okay. So I can respect that from a businessman's perspective. Then I see him in pictures, you know, with musicians, with artists, with people like that. And I think you have all these resources and connections. I think Damien Hurst is like your best buddy. And I mean, people as well. Can't you use those resources to, and, and still talk about empathetic elephants and accountable anteaters, all these really good messages. Like, I mean, if you guys go back at a lot of our community are these people from 2016, 17, watch Gary. He, he has a lot of good lessons for 20 to 28 year old males. I, I really believe that. I think that's why he has such a strong following. But I think a standard of the art could have been better with the resources he has. And, and Cage made a good point though. When I said that, he said, yeah, but this is all his and he created it. Where when you go and you use an artist, sure, it might be better art, but. He owns it and he owes no one. It's his. He did it himself. And it's less about the art. It's about the movement. So one of the posts you made, um, somebody was like, oh, look at the art on this. And, you know, who's he and blah, blah, blah. And Mark Zabo from Bleecker Street, he commented, you know, whether you agree with this or not. You know, we were talking about like how the Andy Warhol was actually bought by Gary, the, 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 the lot that was after these four. Uh, or five. The money, the money sign. So there's an Andy Warhol, you know, piece that Gary actually bought afterwards, and um, Zablo said something. I don't want to paraphrase too badly, but said something like, you know, you could argue that Gary means as much to this generation as Warhol meant to the prior generation. You know that, you know that that owning something of his is like owning a Warhol to the the people who follow him, to the people who you know who who hang on his every word. You know, and that's interesting. It really is. I didn't think of that, but that that. That's why it's less about the art. It's less about, you know, the, the elephant or the lion or the hen or whatever it is. And more about there, there are enough people out there who have made plenty of money following Gary. Right? And every time you think it's a silly thing, it's like, no way. Don't buy Giannis. No way. Don't buy this. I mean, fine. You probably shouldn't have bought the Aaron Fox. But beyond that, you know, you, you get surprised every single time. What the guy does, what the guy touches, it kind of turns out well. Is that the power of community is that the power of influencing you know i read some posts today from some people we like you know some influence in the sport card community basically saying how ridiculous it was that somebody would pay this and somebody's gonna be left holding a bag of you know what um Coins. maybe that's true pennies maybe it's not true i i mean i i i don't know i don't sacagawea know where dollars sacagawea dollars or two dollar bills like you so listen i i don't know where where that heads I kind of like it though, because you know, who uh, 
who's thought of Andy Warhol in a little in a minute? You know, I mean, and then to have this stuff, which is you know, it's attention on on alternate assets, it's an attention on you know NFTs, attention on you know trying new stuff out. Let me let me let me close the the thing with this. I, I won't comment about Gary, um, just because I haven't spoken to him personally in a very long time, um, and it is what it is. You know, he's doing his thing. Um, we get messages from people, and we're not going NFT here. But I'll just say messages from people who say that they're thankful for their eyes being opened a little bit to new things, right? Whether it's the method of research that you talk about on the show, whether it's, you know, trying out a new investment type, diversifying your portfolio, crypto, comics with Bro Namath, or whatever it may be. I like that. I like people who say, you know what, this was an entry for me, and now I've done X, Y, and Z. I've now done this, this, and this. And... Um, you know, I appreciate that because the, the process, the learning, the expanding, you know, my my knowledge base, you know, that process alone is worth its weight in gold. I mean, I've gone through it myself this year, never in a million years. And I think I'd be, you know, researching the stuff that I'm researching and doing some of the stuff that I'm doing. Um, you told me that I'm the living embodiment of DeFi without even knowing it. And yeah. I didn't even know what the hell DeFi meant. But so well, well, think about it, guys, like you have your money in your in your PWCC vault, you have money in your MetaMask wallet. Right, you have your money in your Star Stock account. Yep, your money in only all. Your money in gold. Yeah. Like that's DeFi. Here. That, that's really all it is, right? Panini. So it's, it's actually simpler. Panini. I mean, we could go top down, shot. Top shot. <laughs> I, got money, I got money everywhere. I got, I got, it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's fun stuff, man. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean. Listen, I set a goal for myself earlier in the year, and I haven't really done that good of a job of it. So I guess I'll put the full court press on in the next three months. And it's only fair, right? Because we do give picks and plays. And let's just make sure I say this right now. I don't own a single Trey Young base card that I just gave uh, the play on. I owned a lot of them, and I've sold them all last year in the, in the run-up. I don't own, own a silver. I do own in my vault um, at PWCC a purple PSA 10 Trey Young um, out of 75. So we got all that public that now it's all, it's all out there um and maybe i'll sell it but my goal here before christmas was to get my collection down to uh a, a, a number manageable enough number where i could publish it for you guys because we do give plays we do give picks and i don't i want you guys to know what i own that's actually one of the cool things that panini direct and top shot do is like you could just click all of your cards and go uh, share showcase and you could just take the link and publish it right there and I'm Cage Lawyer everywhere, including on blockchain, yeah. cagelawyer.eth. So if you want to find out what I'm buying there, go for it. What not tomorrow, 10 a.m. Join us, have some fun, roll out of bed, stay in bed, roll yourself a wake and bake, all that good stuff. Do what you need to do, join us. Then we got the collectible episode. We got an awesome week coming up. Cage's birthday is October 14th. No, and don't tell people that. Don't tell people how old I'm getting. It's not about your birthday. We're going to make a huge, huge announcement about Lucas Tigers and the roadmap. On October 14th. This episode of Lucas Tigers and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation.
Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.